What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Be Good to You podcast. This is your boy, Corey Antonio Freddy Ellison Jr. A.K.A. Ooh. Frederick. <laughs> Come on. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? It's uh-huh. Ayana Salah. What's going on? How you feeling? How you living? And this is Clay Hodges. How y'all doing? Um, I'm doing good. I uh, I feel like life is going on. You know what I mean? It's the middle right. of the year. And life is happening. It's the middle of the year. Oh, yeah. Technically, it's it's coming to the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. So, this the first quarter just ended. And, you know, we're now in the second quarter. And life is happening, y'all. It is. It is. It is. Indeed. That that was real. Something must be going on in the stars or something, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely too many satellites up there for us <laughs> to see what's going on. But, <laughs> yeah. I got one question. What's up? Y'all remember when COVID first happened and they were talking about the 5G towers and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like once the stimulus check hit for the first time, I heard nothing else about that. Just <laughs> wanted to put that out there. I've I never seen that. another 5G tower. After that stimulus, people just got amnesia. I don't know if that's politically correct to say on this uh, platform, but yeah. Nah, bro. It's like they distract us so much. Mm-hmm. Just one thing after another. Yeah, like they, they're definitely controlling the narrative too. Yeah, I forgot COVID was going on because so much like so Ukraine much. job on a. Uh, but right. when COVID happened, that was the only thing that was on the news. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was almost like there was nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. Now everything's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whew, we so, starting off heavy. No, it's cool. We we we. we now were. we it's like so much stuff was happening. I forgot how to live life. So mm. like now it's Ooh. like nothing going on right now. That's real. It's like, that's real real. That's probably like why I be feeling how I feel a lot. Why? Like, I feel like I, like, died and came back. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. Like, I'm I'm being very, very transparent right now. I literally feel like I am not the person who I used to be. Like, I feel like I legit went through a whole phase of, like, mm-hmm. going away and coming back. And it's just, like, life is so different. But it's so, so similar. It's like two things happening at one time. Right. Assimilation. So, yeah. Do you agree? You disagree? I definitely agree. Like, I don't know if that was a just just a me thing, but yeah. But um, we're going to be good to ourselves. <laughs> we're going to be good to ourselves. So I, I want to go first, if that's okay with y'all. Oh, yeah. Just sharing how I've been good. And I actually look forward to doing this podcast because I know a lot of people are trying to define like what being good to them is. So I love that we start within the first top of the show. <clears throat> excuse me talking about what we've done um to be good to ourselves because it could give a lot of people examples um one thing i've done recently to be good to myself is I actually gave other people their flowers and one of them was my professor who taught me damn near everything i know and i'm trying not to get emotional right now but he told me he said i listened to your podcast and you taught me something and i was like mm. i taught you something like you was my professor <laughs> and he was like y'all taught me how to stand up for myself like there's a woman who has been like disrespecting me and y'all were like you can just block her and he was like i never knew that you can just like dismiss someone wow like i never knew that you could really just be like you know what i'm not allowing this into my my circumference mm-hmm. so that was just deep to me because like wow my professor who taught me the reason why I'm able to do things I'm doing in my profession, in my adult life, told me that I taught him something. So I think that was really good for me to just pour into him, you know. So shout out to, if you listen to P. Will, I love you. Straight up. Shout out P. Shout Will. Shout out P. Will. 
Yeah. It's always good to know people listening. Facts. So thank y'all. Thank yeah, if y'all. you if you if you hit listening to me, tell me you listening it. Yeah. If you if we if you know me, tell me please. Yeah. Please, please. Yep. But um I can say I've been good to myself because um it's my birthday tomorrow. So uh, hey. I've been working hard. I'm about to take the day off. So I haven't been Deserve good to myself yet. But tomorrow I plan on being good to myself. So but these past couple of days I've been good. Me and my daughter has the same birthday, like in the same period. Hers on the fourth, mine's on the seventh. So, I mean the third. Ooh, her birthday is on the third. <laughs> we know your heart. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's been good setting all that up, seeing family again. Right. Going back to that, that was good. You mm-hmm. see what made me happy. Yes. <laughs> so it, that's just been it though. So, that's good. Yeah. Well, Can't happy happy tomorrow. birthday, happy early birthday. Appreciate happy it. Birthday. Happy Clay birthday, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. New Year, my boy. Happy New Year. Yeah. Clay had a, his birthday what last week? Yeah. Last happy week. happy birthday to Clay as so, well. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, man, thank you. Well, hmm, how I've been good to myself today. I started, I started getting back into my duties. I feel because um. I wasn't feeling like myself for the past couple weeks and my perspective, like the way I was thinking, what I was feeling, you know, it wasn't it wasn't all the way balanced, you know. So like hmm. It's like I, I wanna be honest, but I don't wanna be too honest. Hey man, just to be good to you podcast. Man, Dude, just to you, keep it above speak from the heart. It's just like I've been a little I'm getting a little frustrated, you know, mm-hmm. because I see the people around me. I understand what I am, how I am, and why I am. And it's like, it's just so difficult to, to live the life I want to live, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like me being impatient because I really, truly feel like it's my destiny. But it's like the in-between time be fucking with me, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like I just been going through a period of it really getting the best of me, you know. So like, I'm I'm just not getting back into a space like where I'm able to, you know, just, just be. Be. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's the concert, the time that we recording this is in two days. The concert I'm talking about is to be good to you. Concert. And the Be Good to You concert, we're raising money for the Be Good to You Foundation because it's things we want to do, events we want to do, programs we want to start, and we will need them funds. And what better way to get them than from the community? We all we got. That's right. Yeah. Shout what out to Suave. What I can say, though, is uh, whenever I have the moments just for me personally, right? I feel like I just got to go back to enjoying it. Mm. That's the thing, bro. Like... So, that's the thing. Like, getting to that space of enjoying the process. And shout out to Terry. Terry is a prime example of a person who enjoys the fucking process of getting to whatever the fuck he going. Like, mm-hmm. he don't even... He has an idea, but he don't even put ideas on it like that for real. Like, I really love his mindset right now, you know? Me and him be chopping it up. And, you know... He said some shit that even had me thinking. I'm going to share it with y'all. Um, he was just pretty much 
asking me what was my intention with the job I'm getting, like, you know, that I'm doing my day job and what's my goals and stuff. Because I was telling them, I just want to save this amount of money and I probably just, like, live off it and just try to make what I'm doing working. And then I asked him, and his response made me rethink a lot of stuff. He was like, well, at first, it was just to save this amount of money. Then that number grew, and I, re I seen that I can do that. Now, at this point, I'm just going to just keep saving. And he's like, regardless of what I do, regardless of what I got going on, I'm going to just keep saving and find useful things to do with this that's going to make me some more. And I said, I feel you, bro. Like, just hearing him say that, it just, it, it touched me, bro. It made a lot of sense, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, why stop? There's no reason to stop. It's just finding your reason to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but you're right. Enjoying the process, man. That's yeah. That's been a task <laughs> lately. But, yeah. but, but. I do. I'm, I'm appreciative, though. I am appreciative. Not cut you off, but I'm appreciative. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm appreciative, seriously. It's just one of those rough patches, you know. Get through it, and, you know, you good. Well, I want to let y'all both know I'm very proud of y'all. You know, everybody who's tuned in listening as well, I'm proud of you. Um, this is a continuation of just learning how to be good to ourselves. This is not just some saying that sounds catchy. This is real life. This is... You know, everybody that's in this room, this is really, like, what we embody. You know, we're learning as as everyone else is. So, if y'all don't take anything else away from this podcast, I hope that y'all take that away. You know, beyond, beyond the foundation, beyond whatever, this is transparency at its best. So, um, outside of that, we've already kind of talked about the, um, the concert that you have been preparing for mm -hmm. and we definitely can't, I can't wait. I know, I know, I know Freddie can't wait, but I really oh, yeah. cannot wait. So that's happening this Friday. By the time you hear this, maybe out, you know, already over. So next time catch us. Um, but what time does that start? 8, 8 p.m. And the address is 48 Posey Street. Mm -hmm. 48 dope. Posey Street, Savannah, Georgia. Dope, dope. Um, so I've been looking at some other stuff as far as events and stuff to do in Savannah. And one of them, I believe, is April 23rd. SCAD is having a sidewalk arts festival. And it's pretty much just like to channel your creativity um, with bold works of imagination. Um, it's their 41st annual SCAD sidewalk arts festival. It's people that have not even been in business for 41 years. They've been doing this consistently, y'all. Mm -hmm. This is really dope. This is actually goals. Um, so, yeah, this is for a lot of people, SCAD students, alumni, um, and just a lot of different people are coming together. So I think this would be a great way for the local community to um, start figuring out what it is that SCAD is doing in our city. Like, I think that we try to coexist a lot, and I think that it's, it's damaging. Um, so I want everyone who's listening, if you have a certain, like, thought process about SCAD, the co you know, the college or whatever, on a local level, I think this is really good for us to start figuring out what we can do collectively in our own city. Like, let's really, you know, come together for those who may have an opposing view on, on certain things. So, okay. yeah. I got to let a couple of people know about that. Absolutely. I know a couple of artists, so. Yeah. I think I'm going to go. Well, I don't have a word 
for this vernacular uh, today. Okay. I don't. I'm fine with it. Man, you can just pull them out. Really? Okay. I know you can. I'm going to try. You do it all the time, right? Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. I don't have any words. Like, Come on. You got it. You you (laughs) just talk. Something going to come out. (laughs) That's not true. Um, yeah, I don't think I have a word. Do y'all have a word that y'all can like help me out with? No, I think if we get into once we get into um the juice. What was last week's where you gave us Ron Rossination. Ro- 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 that's a real word. Yes. I looked it up and it didn't pop up. I don't know how to spell it though. It's not real. I promise you. So let me real? tell you the story behind it. Let me tell you the story behind it. So when I when I was in what this was, twelfth grade. Like, every morning, I used to go on dictionary.com and look up the word of the day. Me too. And that was one of the words. It was like, Rossonosiation. I was like, boy, what the fuck? Boy, this is no way this is a word. And, like, that shit just always stuck with me. Wow. <laughs> you don't know how to spell it, though. That's I don't. Crazy. See, I'm not, like, a detail-oriented person like that. You know. Okay, like, so I got an idea. Since you just said that dictionary's word of the day today is insimplastic. <laughs> oh, shit. That sounds like something that you can't recycle. Say so, again. <laughs> in in some plastic. So yeah, having the it ab- sound like it's in some plastic. <laughs> <laughs> having the ability to shape diverse elements or concepts into a unified whole. Oh, so Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Hold on, say it one more time. Having the ability to shape diverse elements or concepts into a unified whole. Mm. Unified whole. A unified whole. That spoke wow. to me. I don't even know. Come that, on, now. Do they got a sentence for that? Um, Dr. Strange might be the only person you can put a sentence in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this quote. It says, he was really all about the work. Every single thing he saw, he processed as potential fodder for the project. He was one of those totally plastic kind of guys. You know, he had a very synthetic, very practical and resourceful kind of sensibility. Always about cobbling together the most dis. dis- disparate miscellaneous things mm. okay so so someone who's in like in, in some plastic is eclectic they could be complex co- eclectic deep and complex it's so, just like a whole bunch of just different adjectives to describe how like who cool they are somebody. yeah yeah oh i would love to plastic. meet an in some plastic individual in some plastic i felt like in some plastic like and y'all said you're a genius <laughs> It's some plastic. I like that. It's some plastic. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm not adding a that. I'm, in some I'm adding that to my vocabulary. Yes. I'm glad you said that, Clay. How you say it again? In some plastic. I'm gonna just plastic. say in some plastic. Say it quick. In some plastic. <laughs> in some plastic. <laughs> well, that's the word. That's the vernacular with like the honor salon. So okay. thank y'all for coming to my TED talk. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. Where's the wisdom, huh? Yep, it's time for that. Mm. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> I, I I know what I'm gonna say. This is something I had a conversation with with um halftime. Shout out to halftime today. You know, earlier when you were saying that it's been a lot going on, like it's been a lot going on with a lot of people and. I'm finding that one thing I, I do to help me when I'm in this space right here, I really like practice on like my trust, my faith in the divine. 
because even though circumstances might make you forget your promise, but deep down in your spirit and in your heart, you know it's true. So I just have to lean on that. And we just got to lean on that, you know, when we're going through that. I feel like, I feel like the things that serve our highest nature, purpose, and desire, it's all destined for us. See, it only works if, if, let me say it like this. Y'all got to forgive me, I'm high. <laughs> and I ain't smoked in a long time either. I'm going to just keep it a buckle on L. <laughs> I'm definitely keeping this sound bite. <laughs> I'm keeping this forever. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, nah, though, like, that shit is our destiny, and we got to remember that, you know? And we got to lean on it that when the times make you feel uncertain and shit like that. It's like the devil going to try to distract you. It's like I say, if you're destined for it, it's just the in-between time. Like, what if somebody told... So, think, I think this is what I do sometimes. I think about, like, certain points in my life that I could look back on and I see how meaningful they were and how much I learned from it. I think about what would have happened if I told myself that was going to happen that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but... I say all that to say, though, is like, I see that those things serve my best purpose. It served my best interest. It was like, I needed that to almost get to the next level type of thing, you know, but you don't realize it while you there. And I had chopped it up with you, Yana. You you had said something really helpful, too, to kind of help me put some things in context, like a mantra, I say now. Um, When I was chopping it up with you and you was like, Man, this just content for the documentary. You said something along those lines, and I was like, bro, like, that's a powerful ass, like, affirmation. Like, because we all go through so much, and like, even for people who don't even want to be in front of a camera, it's like a metaphor. It's like your shining moment. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to get the opportunity to tell your story because it's not always easy to get there. Like, it's trials, tribulations, setbacks, all that. And when you get there, you just want to tell your story, you know? So that's that's what it really symbolized, like, content for the documentary. Because, like, one thing I vowed to myself is, like, every opportunity I get to explain and express my come up, I, I want to be completely as transparent and honest. I want to talk about the hardships because, you know, I love interviews. I watch interviews a lot, and I see, like, a lot of folks, they'll talk, and they just make it seem like it happened overnight. And it's like, no, like, talk about the times you want to quit, the times you want to give up, the times you tried to quit, but you kept going because you couldn't stop it. Can I can I say can I add to that? Yeah, go ahead. I agree with that, but I think someone like myself who has met so many like OGs in this shit, it's inevitable. Like everybody got a story, so it kind of mm-hmm. gets to a point where it's just like, why would you stay in the past when it's the whole future in front of you? Like, nobody that like really having like really on some like think about all the wealthy people you know, all the mm-hmm. greats. They're not sitting here talking about man. I remember. No, at a certain point, you really it's a part of your story, but it's not at the forefront. Like when you walk into a room and you're doing an interview, you want to talk about what's going on like in front of you. You don't want to keep like by a certain point, people should understand your story. So. 
it's like you don't have to keep saying it. Like when Beyonce does yeah. interviews, she's at a point where she's able to speak about her, where she currently is or where she's, you know, going to be. But it's not really about, man, I work so like she says she works hard, but it's not like and I had to do this. And I, it's just like I, I've 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 arrived to this moment. When I, not to discredit anything that you were saying. But this is what I'm saying. It's not about just constantly beating it. It's an eloquent way to do it. I'm right. not suggesting you just beat them across the head with it. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is when you get opportunity, you do that. You give people a blueprint at least. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, just to help the next person. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. To like hear from a person that look like you, that talk like you, that come from where you come from, to essentially say, yeah, you can do it. And I've experienced this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. So that people know they ain't crazy. Right. Because like, I agree. Yeah, you feel me? A lot of times you be like going through this shit, but you don't understand that this shit part of the process. Right. And the person who done been through that process, they can share and explain. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't got to go through it. Feeling like, like you're alone. Yeah, Or that exactly. this is not where you... Because, like, there are some times where people can do things and it's not their, like, their destiny, like how you mm-hmm. were saying. And you could be so far on the wrong path that you don't even know if you're really on the right path or the wrong path. So, like, when people speak truth to their story... And they express to like to the world like exactly what that avenue looked like. So you're like, okay, I was experiencing that actual situation too, you know. So you're not thinking like, damn, I'm really doing the wrong thing right now. Like I'm really don't know if this gonna pop off for me. Man, I feel like there's a little something in there for everybody. Yeah. I even want to talk about that too, cause I know people who like I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen like people who have, for example, a passion in music, so they might rap. But then they start DJing, and then the DJing takes off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like, but it's still in music. They was in the right direction. So I just see so many different ways where that works out. I don't see why that couldn't be expressed, too, because as long as you following your heart, I really truly believe, like, our hearts are our compasses. As long as you following your heart, you can go in the right direction. It might not be exactly you this or yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. But it's going to be in the right direction, and if you keep following, eventually it's all going to make sense. Yeah. Agreed. And I'm talking to me too. I was listening back to this too. <laughs> I was just absorbing all of that. It was just like, dang, I need to listen to this. But <laughs> dang. Boy. You're right. Freddie, you a genius too. I'm it's hard to absorb it. I'm, I appreciate it. I'm not a genius. I'm uh in some plastic. <laughs> My <laughs> God. My God, he in some plastic. <laughs> Y'all get my nerves. In thank some you. plastic. Well, thank you. I'm just That's a I beautiful word. It. it is. <laughs> in some plastic. Speaking of, uh, is it is implant in simplicity a word? Simplicity yeah. is a word. Yeah. So speaking of that, um, I want to give the flowers out today. Uh, just a, just a uh, a mental fl- a mental flower. Uh, we probably gonna be giving these out too, as well. But my boy. At, uh, down at Off the Wave, Josh, the owner of Off the Wave. I don't know if he's the co-owner or what, but I've been knowing jo- Josh since I had the camera in my hand. If you know me, I be I uh I film uh and edit. I do a lot of stuff, but I met Josh once I started doing a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and he literally. Like I don't know if he was selling online, but when he first got his storefront, I was around. And he was messing with just every uprising artist in the city because mm-hmm. he used to be an artist. 
in the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, just like how you said, you know, he might have been in the right direction. He was rapping at first. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now, bro, and like, you know, in the clothing business and fashion, he just do a fashion show. Right. So I think. I feel like this is like the prime era of this stuff. Like, I think he's gonna be way bigger because he's figuring out like venues and ways to connect his business with like you know like a party version for his business. So oh, that's dope. I think we should go ahead and give him his flowers while he's still here. Absolutely. Like, while he's in his prime. Right. Come on. Like, now. if you if you haven't been there yet, off the wave is downtown. Um, I don't know the exact address. But if you go on Instagram and just type in off the wave, like common spelling, but no spaces, it'll pop up. You'll see. Yeah, he's dope. Uh, he's real dope. So, And he's real supportive, like, you know, with just rising artists, whether it's, you know, film, music, you just any type of art throughout the city. Mm-hmm. So I just definitely appreciate him and the business and the culture that he's bringing to the city. So... Yes, yes man. Shout out to Josh. Shout out to Off the Wave. Absolutely. Yes. Shout out. Shout out. The culture. Culture, man. So, um, one thing I wanted to like really ask y'all about is like, since we've been, you know, talking about just our journeys and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure within our journey, we may take like the wrong job offer, or we may apply for the wrong thing, or accept things that with along that route that is like maybe it's not for us so has there ever been a time where like y'all have been doing something and like no matter what you just could not get a yes it was just like you kept getting no's or you kept just feeling like you couldn't find a way to get in so like ultimately i call that like rejection but i also Mm -hmm. call it protection Mm -hmm. so um has there been any time whether it be this career that y'all currently in or what y'all working on or maybe something completely different um just kind of embracing rejection i guess an example would be when you share with us how you had to come back from the military Mm -hmm. and you picked up the camera so that Mm -hmm. was kind of like damn i really don't want to come back and then look at what all has right happened right right, so I ain't gonna lie, it took me a little while to even accept that I did something good from leaving the military to pick the camera up. Like, if I saw myself leaving from now, mm-hmm. I mean, from then to now, I would've been working hard, working my ass off, but now mm-hmm. it's just like, now I'm more so like, um, so when you were saying like, uh, saving, mm-hmm. it's more so like figuring out what can I do better what new tricks I can learn. Like, you know what I mean? Cause, because now it's turning into what do, what do people want? So along with me actually creating, I'm actually learning how and know what people want. But I don't want to stray off. It's just embracing that failure or just like rejection or just like ending of that like saga. It took a lot. But that's why I go back to like uh, enjoying the process. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm learning like, when I get rejected, I guess that's just part of my process. Because mm. that don't mean I could get rejected twice. Right. People always come back around. Mm. What's for you is never going to miss you. You're right. That's real. Yeah, and my experience is, like, really similar, right? So, a uh, while ago, this had to be, like, 2012, 2013, I had a mixtape out called Diamond in the Rough. 
I got thousands of copies and I just let them fly. I got a couple of them. You feel me? And this back when people was bumping CDs, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, feel me? <laughs> so, goddamn, we, we got dang, um, I got a call because I had all my contact information on there where they could follow me. They called me. I got a call. It's a guy named Brandon. He said he was a A&R from Rock Nation. And he said, man, I got one of your mix house in Texas. And one of my DJ friends like, bro, you, you heard this nigga? And he just gave me the CD. And I freaking, I love a lot of what I heard on there. And I said, dang, for real? And he called me right while I was in the middle of a video shoot, too. I, I was, we was filming Peer Pressure. Shout out my boy Damon, you feel me, and everybody that was in it. Um, and he was like, yeah, bro, so um, I think you got a lot of potential. And I, I want to send this to New York. And if they offer you a deal, I'll probably be your manager. I think they'll sign you, though. Mm -hmm. And I was like, for real? And they was like, yeah. And then immediately, I got scared. And my fear kicked in. And I was like, yeah, let me let me talk to my people. And I'm going to get back to you and let you know. He laughed. He's like, <laughs> okay. And that's the last I heard from him. I could, you know, I what it was. No, but listen, what it was, I was afraid. And because I was thinking they're going to steal my music. Looking back at it, I'm like, the fuck they going to do with that? You know what I'm saying? But I was afraid. And I was like, they're going to steal my music. And I ain't had my stuff copywritten yet. And I was like, that's why I told him I'm going to hit him back. Because I want to copyright it real quick. And when I did it, you know what I'm saying? I hit him back. You know what I'm saying? His assistant was like, I keep reminding him to call you back, but I don't think he's interested anymore. And I was like, damn. And I and I really took that. Like, I really took it back. You know, but I realized that if it wasn't for that moment, I wouldn't have be who I am today. Because the mindset I had then, I didn't care about the business. I didn't care about none of the stuff that I care about now. I didn't know who I was. I'm still finding out who I am, but I did. I have a better idea now, much better idea then. So, you know, looking back, I, I, it's no telling what I could have been. I mean, I hear you. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. But why? This is my this is my story though. I'm talking about the man, that oh. guy. Because if you if it's talent, it's talent. Yeah. So you understand? That's where I'm coming from. Like. You not gonna laugh if someone says I'm I'm gonna talk to my people because you will respect that this person's about their business and you don't want to do business with someone who's business like business right right that's how I feel so and Sorry. I was no I'm I'm no nah, and I'm what I'm saying is what you saying like that whole situation protected me mm -hmm. that whole situation protected me absolutely because like it's no and I thought about it when I when I really started thinking rash because I used to beat myself up about it. But when I really started thinking rationally about it, like it's it's standard for you to sell somebody that you want to think about something. Like you can, you know, somebody can offer you a deal and guys talking about so you know, let me think this over and let me talk to my people and you know, like that's that's a that's business standard. Like you feel me? So it's like if that was meant to happen, it would have happened regardless. You feel me? So it's like it protected me. And I'm, I feel like I'm much better. Like, bro, we're having a concert. I wasn't that guy. You know, mm -hmm. I wasn't that guy. Yeah. I wasn't that guy. But so, like, that situation definitely protected me. That no protected me and prepared me. How you said it, though, the way you said it was cool. That's going to be the title. 
I don't remember what I said. You said your rejection. It's, it's protection. Come on, now. Nah. Yeah, your rejection Come on, is protection. Nah. It is. <laughs> Come on, now. Nah. I feel like I'm hooked on phonics right now. <laughs> 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 but, um, dang, that really sounded like I'm a school teacher or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's my next thing. I'm just playing. But, no, I love what both of y'all said because that's, that's valid. And that's, like, a great way to really be able to be grateful. Like you said, enjoying where you are, like enjoying the moment. Yeah. When you go backwards and you think about maybe that 16, 18, 20-year-old version of you who really didn't know where you would end up and just being able to like look at that mm-hmm. and be like, damn, what a ride. Like, And then you start putting your mind back in that enjoying the moment because you've everything that you've had up to this point was you may have had this... It's like a ladder you step. Every time you have a problem or adversity, all you see is a step in front of you. You go on top of that, and you just keep on doing that. So in one moment, when you're 19, that problem is your problem. But at 26 or 27, this problem is way grand at this level. But at that time, you probably wouldn't be able to handle that mm-hmm. type of adversity. Mm-hmm. So like for me, like I've, I have so many stories of rejection. I don't even know where to begin. I guess I'll go back to... um. I'm going to go back to high school. So I wanted to go to Clark Atlanta. Well, I wanted to go to college to become a criminal justice, uh, to be, go to school for criminal justice to become an attorney. And initially I was like, okay, I'm going to do it because everyone for the most part in my family, like at some point has like a connection with just being in the know and like really being like standing on top of whatever, standing on whatever it is they, they feel. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I want to follow in their footsteps, but I'm like, do you really want to do that? Like, do you really want to be this leader that you see them being? So I think I was just trying to like mirror everyone else's like example. And so I ended up changing my major to mass media arts, best decision of my life. I wouldn't be sitting right here if it wasn't for me changing my major. So I think it was like a wake up call before college. It was like, girl, do what you feel in your heart. Not when you're what you think that you should be doing or what you think people are like you doing. So that was my, like, my own rejection. So, I mean, I guess I'm a hard-head-ass person because <laughs> I went against my own self. I was like, no, we're not doing that. Right. So, yeah, I guess that's a different component of rejection. Mm-hmm. It's internal. Mm-hmm. Fighting yourself. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Damn. I'm really a fighter. Yeah, I'm, I'm a rebel with myself, too. Like, yeah. Uh, I was going to do a photo shoot for my birthday. But then I was like, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. It was, uh, the idea was me, like, um, asking for a ride, uh, because it was my birthday, but I had, like, a, a white sign with black writing on it, and I was like, uh, I got a foundation, might not have been a good idea, you know? Because <laughs> I saw a homeless man, and I was like, oh, didn't. wait, no, 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 no. I, I got to get out my creative bag and just <laughs> think about reality now, cause that would have been so misunderstood and messed up. Like, damn. So yeah, everybody, I got a heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, but yeah, I mean that's a great that's great ways to look at like um, embracing rejection, but like just to um, 
express like what that looks like because I'm all about defining stuff because we could talk all day long about oh this and that about you know rejection but like how you said it took you a while to actually embrace the rejection mm -hmm. because it's not an overnight thing so some mm -hmm. things some people would be like oh ta-da in this very moment I got it sometimes it don't come to you for years later you know so mm -hmm. when you really embrace something you just maybe have to let time pass like I have a friend and the, the story of this came to my mind earlier I have a friend um she called me it was a Sunday and I think I was um at the bowling alley with just people just having a good time and she called this was a couple years ago she called me and she was like um you know to spare her personal business she said something happened um with her vehicle and um she was just very upset about it and I was like damn like that's that's messed up that you know your vehicle is you know whatever's happening to it and I was like you know this may be a moment right here in this time for you to like step it up like it's, this is your it, this is in other words this is your graduation this is from you being a dependent as a child to becoming an adult and you know when you become an adult certain things you have to literally like let go and if you don't let it go then God will snatch it and make you feel like your candy fell in the sand and this is just your big ass struggle you know but it's really just elevation so for her like the rejection was like this person who you trusted to take care of something end up messing it up repercussion fell on you it's time for you to boss up and really you know take that L but look at the the blessing which is just take care of yourself you're an adult now mm -hmm. right. you know what I'm saying like we can't always look for mom and dad to do stuff nope. yeah <clears throat> us ain't even got mom and dad so it's just like you don't want to wait till the last minute so you really gotta boss up yeah and I mean that sounds like that sounds harsh but I I think where I where I'm coming from is no one lives forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even if someone was to live around the same time you living, it's just like that time frame at the same time you want to be able to be um self sufficient. You want to be able to know how to take care of yourself if there was no attachment from this person to the next. Like you want to be able to really know like what that looks like and feels like to really fend for yourself. So, I mean some people they may take that you know like damn you're being harsh but i just think that's just realistic that's a practical way of being a human being in today's society absolutely because um, we're not supposed to be paying bills <laughs> we're not i know it's so crazy how they got us too yeah we really paid like we used to have carry shells for currency now we got dollar bills mm. before that Mm-mm-mm. Sales is currency. Hmm. Man, you think that it was like the st same stuff going on there? Huh? I don't know. I don't think so. No. I think the nature was different? Because, I mean, the concept is the same. Because I asked this question to people, like, if money never exists, how you think the world would be? Gold. Hmm? It'll be Gold. really, it'll be really clean. Well, we really honestly don't know because we would be very, like, simplistic. Everything will be simple because there's no... I feel like when money came, all of these like supposed resources, it's like what you've what you've seen two hundred years ago is like completely different in some aspects of what you see now. Mm -hmm. And what's the what's the different? I mean, what's the what's consistent from then to now? Money. All right. So like the way I look at money on a, on a spiritual aspect, money isn't. So the whole the whole process of money and us paying for stuff is like a exchange of energy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that concept has been like going on for so long before it was the dollar bill. It was my cow and your, 
you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It was like something, the exchange of energy. That concept has always been there. It's just that I feel like... Imagine giving a whole cow away. Right, you know? Giving a whole cow away. What would you get back for a cow? A cow right now, today? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, think... You know, people don't fall, used to barter. Don't, don't forget what you was about to say, though. I got you, I got you. <laughs> no, but the, the whole point of what I was saying is... I, I wish like we had a historian here because I would love to know about the temperament of the people because like I feel like whether things would be the same or different if money existed, it depends on the temperament of people. And today's people, I think it'd be the same. We'll just find something else to be a currency and some people are going to try to get more of it than others. And, you know, it's just going to be the same thing, I believe, you know, so I wonder like. Because that concept of exchange has always been around, at least as far as I remember reading historically. You know, it's like, I wonder, what were the temperament of the people? I mean, that's deep. We do need a historian, but that sounds more like a, a, a historian and a psychologist. Yeah. Like, somebody who understands and studies, like, thoughts and, and yeah, processes. Historian. Yeah. We need both of y'all. Y'all listen and let us know. <laughs> so so yeah so like all of this is like a culmination of just like the rejection the protection redirection um from currency because that's really like a big thing for people like a lot of people that i know um that have goals you a lot of the goals that we have we need money you know what i'm saying to yeah. get to to these next levels so that's also um a great way to tie in like rejection just talking about currency and talking about money and stuff like that but um for those who are listening even for ourselves in here i think this was a really great transparent conversation about just re- really embracing rejection i'm embracing rejection every day or i'm at least uh committing to trying to do that sometimes it's harder so um yeah i i appreciate this dialogue i appreciate how transparent we were and i'm looking forward to just being more transparent in episodes to come so any any close remarks from my co-host um i just want to say uh, as life goes on love each other protect each other <laughs> embrace each other but no, seriously, <laughs> for real, for real. Like, as much as we come on here and talk, I appreciate everybody, and I appreciate uh, us thinking positive on the rough situations we're going through. Right. So, you know, embracing that rejection was a great topic. I learned a lot today, for real. So, just not just about just the topic, not about the word of the day, but just about y'all. Mm-hmm. So. I appreciate oh, Josh. He feels like he knows Thanks. us. No, just just it's just, I, it's just a just little like, piece. I just I just want to appreciate everybody for being honest and sharing their stories. Absolutely. Like, every time we do it. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's hey. beautiful. And I I appreciate y'all for just being open and allowing me to be able to just kind of vent and express myself because yeah. I I haven't necessarily been as attentive as I had needed been to like the the last couple of weeks. And I mean, you gotta take time for self. Yeah, 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 I do. I went to church with my mom. Just real quick, I went to church with my mom. We went to church with my mom a long time. Pastor said that. He was like, man, when things start to get rocky and you don't know what to do, sometimes you need to get away. And he just told the story how he went away in the mountains and everything became clear because when you get out in nature, it helps you get back aligned. It helps you 
reconnect with the divine and you know i'm looking forward to doing more of that and I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just talking, man. But I appreciate y'all. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. So, I appreciate it. Normally, you. normally he'd be like, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? But now he's like, we got serious clay today. So I'm loving it. I'm <laughs> loving it. <laughs> this man funny, bro. It's two sides to a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that note, we'll see y'all next time. Y'all be good to you. Don't listen, they misunderstood. Thank you. I know you feel this one no good to you I really hope that y'all be good